0: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. Together we're cultivating real conversation, real community, real lives. Join Tammy Brown and Melody Workman of Sandals Church as they discuss real issues and empower women to cultivate truth, live out their faith, and connect with a community of kindness.
1: Welcome, welcome, friends, to the Cultivate podcast. Here we are with our April edition. And even though it's April 1st, that's not a joke. We're really going (laughs) to (laughs) record and make sure that you guys have this today. You know that one of the things that we've talked about several times as we've kind of launched this podcast is we're not interested in just giving fluff. We're not interested in just kind of sitting here and talking about our favorite lipstick or hairdos, or I don't even
0: wear lipstick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not that that stuff doesn't matter. It's just we want this to be full of substance and things that are helpful. Um, it's and real. So, yeah, totally real. And this year we've talked a lot about how tos, um, how to be in group and how to not be that weird person in group. Um, We've done some bonus Q&As. And today's, I think, is relevant to every woman. So I want you to listen. I want you to share it with your friends. I want you to listen together. Even grab your daughters (laughs) because there's going to be some really helpful stuff in here because we're going to talk today about drama.
0: How to not be drama. Yeah. Which is something that is just so hard for women. You know, I was asking Matt about it. Like, hey, if, if you were talking about this, what would you say? And he just... One thing that he gave that was so insightful to me, which I agree with, he said, you know, one of the things that is hard to to manage between couples and um, just friends, the opposite sex, is like everyone wants to talk about men's addiction, mm. specifically like addiction to porn. And he said drama is women's porn, mm. but it doesn't seem as messy or as nasty. And so they don't, talk about it, Mm. but it's as devastating. Yeah. You know, I used to say this, that if my high school ever invited me back to speech, because you know, I went to a private Christian high school and we had a lot of chapels on like, don't have sex and don't drink, you know, which is like, well, eventually you get to have sex when you're married and eventually you can drink responsibly when you turn of age. But what we didn't talk about was... Not backstabbing and being mean spirited, and, and those things really grow deep roots that tangle around your soul yep. and your heart, and they devastate relationships and um, the drama in that. So I'm like, um, oh, I, I I never actually want to go. By. You've gotten to go there. <laughs> I actually never <laughs> want to go do that. But if I ever had the courage to do it, that's what I would want to talk about. Yeah. Is like, that's like sex and and drinking. Those are like. Behavior modifications, mm-hmm. you know, and and at some point you don't necessarily have, like they're, they they have a coming of age to them. Yeah, whereas this really doesn't. I mean, if you don't deal with not being a person of drama, it is an addiction, mm-hmm. and it it's as devastating. To your life as porn is, or any other kind of things for men. So, that, you know, that was just an interesting way that Matt said that he's just like, I just watch women be so addicted to drama. Mm. And you and I have seen this being in women's ministry for so many years now. There are just some women who, drama is so their norm that when they're not in it, they they have an uncomfortableness to them and they don't know how to. Even function and and so they stir it or create it because it's what feels normal and what we want for the women of cultivate the women of sandals church, women of God, mm-hmm. is to undo some of these patterns, start pursuing being women that are drama free or less drama filled. Let's say that let's, let's say we're, we're not going to get to where we want to be, but who are we won't be where we were. We want women to cultivate, what does God's word say to motivate us into it? Because God's word speaks to this quite a bit in some pretty harsh ways as we're going to get to of just, um, we need to cultivate that word in. And I think the more that that word's in us, the more we're gonna do our best part or give our best effort to to discipline ourselves, to um, engage less
1: yeah. knowing how God feels about it. So, Well, and to your point about being in a Christian school, we should do better. As Christian women who know better, we should do absolutely. better. Absolutely, yeah. So the fact that, you know, for me, Years and years ago, in a church, it was where I was wounded the most by by drama, mm-hmm. um, by sideways conversations, by gossip, by backstabbing, and it was all women who claimed to know Jesus and love Jesus. And I'm certainly guilty of you know of doing my part in that same thing. But we all need to be kind of confronted and maybe challenged today mm-hmm. in that but it shouldn't be that way. It may be that way at your job. It may be that way at the PTA. It may be that way in your college dorm, but inside of the church, inside Mm -hmm. of of what we would call women who are followers of Jesus, it shouldn't be that way. We need to do better. And I think that starts with just understanding what it is and how we can hopefully try to avoid it. Okay. So
0: on that note, what are some ways that you think we as Christian women mask her drama? (laughs) Like, what are things that, you know, I mean, we've said them, we hear them all the time of like things you say. It's like the Christian way to pretend
1: (laughs) that it's not drama, but it's still drama. How how can I pray specifically for her and her sin? In other words, (laughs) tell me all the
0: gory details. And I'm letting everyone know she's (laughs) in sin. Or like, um, I mean, this is a Sandals classic well, I'm just being real. Did you hear about Maddie? Did you hear about what's going on? I'm just being real. It's like, that's rude. It's right. not real. and It's real sin. Yeah. <laughs> that pray for like, hey, can we, let's pray for, I want to say Susie, but I feel so bad. Hi, Susie. Sorry, yeah, it's Susie. never not like, you. Let's pray for Susie. Um, did you guys hear that she... Like, but it's like masked in this, like, we're, we're literally praying for it. But what we're doing is we're stirring drama. We're sharing stories that are not our own. We're um, spiritualizing something
1: that's gross. Yeah.
0: We say, and that doesn't fool God for a
1: second (laughs) and it doesn't fool mature Christians either. Or you say um, you have a problem with something and you haven't prayed about bringing it up with the right attitude, the right spirit. And you're just like, I'm just sharing my heart. Yeah. Like it's just like sharing my so heart, I'm just sharing my heart. I can just vomit all over your head. Right. right. I can just, Well, you know
0: what the Bible says about our hearts too? Like they're right. wicked, <laughs> the, deceitful. the deceitful, like following it and sharing it sometimes is it, the bad pathway to being, um, and stirring strife and drama for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, let's jump into just some practical things about, about drama, about what it is, how we can avoid it, how we can do better. Like if we know better, we can do better. Um, So do you want to start us off and talk about um, how or why we get involved in it? Like why is it, and I, I kind of know the answer, but I think you speak to this so well. Why does it sometimes feel like we're drawn to drama in whatever shape or form? You know, this is the funny
0: thing about drama. As as you know, I've been thinking about this. We've been planning for this is that when it's me sharing or me getting involved, it's like conversation or justified. But when it's someone about me, like if I'm talking about you to other people, it's like, I'm sharing my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm telling processing. my part. Yeah. Processing <laughs> all that. But when someone's doing about me, it's drama. And, you know, I just went back to that, like in Matthew 7, 12, it says, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also for them, mm. except when it comes to drama. Am I right, ladies? It's like, I'm going to do this to you, but
1: don't oh ever do this to gosh, me. Don't
0: ever, like, right. <laughs> I can't believe you did this to me. Like, that's just this double sided coin of drama. And what I see happening is I see, and for myself, I mean, I am no stranger to drama, either engaging in it, being a part of it, starting it. Even sometimes when our motives aren't the worst, mm-hmm. it's still problematic. You know, I see, I know for me, and what I've seen with other women is the worst drama comes when. Uh, I feel insecure, mm. you know? And so I want to point out other people's stuff to kind of mask my own or build myself up more. Yeah. Um I feel, I see it and I've felt it for myself when I'm looking for connection, mm. you know, of like, hey, if you and I connect on being against this other thing or talking about this other thing, you know, it's not even about the other thing. Sometimes it's about, look at how me and you are connecting and yeah. I feel like I belong with you and we're bonding. Let me just put this in there is when you're bonding with other people at like being against or being in drama, that's the shallowest kind of bonding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, it, it's not built on anything real, And, you know, when you get to be older like me, here's what, you know, you know, that when people will talk with you, they'll talk about, you know, about someone else with you, they'll talk about you with someone else. That's just a good rule to live by. Now, there are safe people that you can process with, but you want to be picking people to process with that, you know, they're going to be a good listener and a good heart handle. But the end of the day, they're going to direct you to God about here's why you need to forgive here's why you want to not hold on to this here's your part in this what can you learn how can you move on but you know i think people they they start drama or get involved in drama as a way to connect and Mm -hmm. belong which is just the worst way to
1: to seek that um And to fit in. Well, it's funny because I went to the Urban Dictionary for some good godly wisdom on how to define drama. Okay. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I went to the Bible and (laughs) Melody went to the Urban Dictionary. Tammy wins the spiritual work for today. (laughs) Um, But this was really good. A way of relating to the world in which a person consistently overreacts to or greatly exaggerates the importance of benign events. And then it goes on to say, typically drama is used by people who are chronically bored or those who seek attention. Yikes. Thank you, Urban Dictionary, for that, <laughs> that was <so> biblical good. <laughs> spiritual depth right there. That
0: basically supports everything that the Bible has yeah. to say about it. I read this verse. I want to read this to you. Um, Proverbs 26, 17 says this You grab a mad dog by the ears when you butt into a quarrel, that's none of your business. Wow. And I just really started thinking about that. Like, literally, think about a dog when they're like, Matt, like yep. crazy, you know, and grabbing them and how that's going to turn on you and devour that dog will turn on you and devour you <laughs> and how the Bible gives that word for when you get into business, it's not your own. Yeah. Yeah. Like think about that and then think about how we see drama devouring women
1: everywhere. And the, the thing that we have to be mindful of and the thing that has to matter to us, Pastor Matt talked about it this week, you know, whether there's, whether it's a a true stat or just a known fact, but most people who don't go to church, it's because of a Christian that they met. How many women don't go to cultivate, wouldn't show up at Sandals Mm -hmm. Church or any church because a Christian woman devoured them Mm -hmm. with their drama, Mm -hmm. gossiped about them, didn't treat them well, um, you know, backstabbed or, or spread rumors mm-hmm. that we have to get a hold of this. I, we have to do better because I think the gospel is at stake. I mean, in, in our credibility, we talk about with kindness, kindness is our credibility. If we don't have it, it doesn't matter.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm not, Matt also said this this last weekend. Um, we need to, I, on, um, Taking the Lord's name in vain in our our why everybody needs God series. So if you want to go back and listen to that, but you know one of the things Matt and I have had to get uh, to just own is the fact that we are watched all the time, Mm. how we treat each other how we treat our kids, how we treat our friends, how we behave, how we respond, how we react. how we, We're hyper aware of that. Mm-hmm. But the truth is we're all being watched. So good. And so women at work, when you're just griping and complaining or talking about the girl in the other way and they never this or they never that, you know, or whatever, and, and building that drama even at your work. And then you're like, hey, wanna come to Easter with me? somebody's been watching Mm -hmm. and so matt and i don't have the luxury of pretending that we're not watched yeah but the truth is nobody does and that that's something i think that women need to recognize is that how you are at work how you are at the gym how how you are at the part how you are is as people are watching Mm -hmm. and they're watching to see who jesus really is and um and And the amount or lack thereof of drama that you're a part of, that you stir up, that you engage in because sometimes we don't stir it up, but we engage in it. Oh yeah, um, is shouting to the
1: world about what we really believe mm-hmm. about God, yep, and who we really are. So, so true. So give it just some c- scenarios or examples of the types of drama to kind of kind of clarify some of the types of drama that women get caught up in. Um, and what that looks like.
0: Okay. So I think that what I see women most often is I, I, we just talk too much. <laughs> you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to sing if you would have seen us right now. But I was like, then I thought better of it. <laughs> well, I was like, like not really next <laughs> time. Um, we talk too much. And what does the Bible say about that? Those who talk a lot, sin a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I think what we do that does drama is we retell stories a lot. And um, so we'll be like, did you hear what happened with this? Did you hear this person did this? Did you hear, like that is stirring up drama. And what it's doing is it's giving to a piece of the picture, not the whole picture. Mm. And there are other lives at stake, other stories in motion there. You're giving a, a piece of that story Not the whole story. You don't know the background of it. You don't know what was going on. You don't know what happened for reals. You don't know sidebar conversations that you were never a part of. And so that creates drama because now you've made a story into another story that'll be into another story. Mm -hmm. And what what happens in that scenario is you're tainting people Mm. because it's like, I may have never met you, but I've heard about you through these stories. And I'm like, whoa, yep. You know, yeah. another thing I see women do, um, myself included, is we were investigators. I say that in your quotes of like, I just want to understand what <laughs> happened. I just want to get all the details so I can wrap my mind around it. But really what we're doing is perpetuating mm-hmm. stories, keeping them going. Um, you know, one of the things that I have really struggled with when it comes to drama in the past is I am wanting things to make sense. And so I'll talk to you about it. And if I still feel unclear, then I go talk to somebody else about it. And somebody, and now I've talked to 10 people about a story.
1: Mm. Now 10 people have the story. Um, And that's good because most people wouldn't think of that as perpetuating drama Mm -hmm. or being a part of it. They would just think I'm looking for answers. Yeah. And
0: that's what I'm saying. You can start off just a little bit offline, but that trajectory when you get down the road is like, now I've talked about 10 people with this. And now those 10 people have a bad version of whoever I'm not okay with. Yeah. Um, And that's just, that never ends up well. And the truth is I've had so much regret in my heart for that. Mm. Cause here's the thing, me and that person might make up but now ten people have a tainted view of that person. They're not made up with them anymore. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just like I've created so much drama for another person. And the Bible has
1: so much to say about how we treat other people. Yeah. Um even to even to that end, I think the other the other side of that is we pile on. Oh so yeah, you yeah, have, yeah. You have an issue with something. Well, now the whole world needs to know that I had an issue with that too. And, and then someone else, yeah, well, I just want you to know you're not alone. And we kind of like, we link arms, like you talked about being against, but in, in actuality, all we're doing is we're creating a fence. Yeah. We're creating offense yeah. with, with other people. And you've said this to me before too, even like in the dynamics of marriage, being like linked against and looking outward only lasts for so long that the connection needs to be face to face, not shoulder to shoulder. Um, because eventually, who are you against? Like, you've you've devoured everybody. Right. You know? And, you know, one of the things about drama is that we
0: are such, like... Uh, I'm going to say this so ridiculously. Like, I'm going to say Mrs. Like, big Pants. Like, I'm going to come to you, Mel, and be like, Oh, my gosh! And then if I'm actually with the person, you know, I'm much more tempered. I'm, right. I'm like... <laughs> Like not as like big and giant in my whatever, because yeah. it's it's at stake, which is why the Bible says like, go to that person first. Benign
1: events. That's yeah, because the drama. Then,
0: because then you're looking at them face to face. They're human to you. When someone's not in the room, you can devour them because it's easy. They're not there. Yep. But when you see the hurt that you're doing on someone's face for most people, you're so much less likely to completely just like... Annihilate them, yep. annihilate their character because you you see what it does to them. Yep, and that that's a huge problem I see with women. It's like we're so big behind the scenes, but when it comes face to face, it's like no, I'm cool. No, yeah, it wasn't a big, big deal. deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Hashtag so, big deal. But that is such drama. That's where it goes. And when we when we repeat that, you know than other people like we're just tearing each other down which is such a problem among women um you know we're we're dealing we're seeing this whole movement among women right now about being for each other and empowering each other one you know and that's like in equal pay and um like roles Mm -hmm. and sexuality and all of this but what we're not talking about is how we're each other's worst enemy and Mm -hmm. how we put each other down yeah and um that's just a drama that, that we've got to, like I said, we've got to figure out like what does God's word say about it and let that motivate us to, mm-hmm. to to not do it to each other. Because again, we're all okay when we're doing it to somebody, but when someone does it to us, oh well, my gosh, it was so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but when we do it, it's like a reason. Yeah. And it's like we we've got, we've got to deal with this of of not being drama. So
1: well, um, you have another um another facet that I want you to talk about, which is like criticizing. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I think this is so important is because I think in this age of social media and um, I can air my opinion whenever Mm -hmm. I want, however I want, like you talked about face to face, I would never say this to you, but I'll DM you. I'll, I'll, I'll blast you on social media because I'm not looking at you, Mm -hmm. but this, this critical spirit, this, um, I see this as something that's really pervasive, especially among women in the church. Um, we're so quick to criticize. We're so quick to let you know. We're so quick to go negative, I guess is the oh, way yeah. that I would say yeah.
0: it. Yeah, I think that um, criticism and criticizing others is like the gateway mm-hmm. to drama, yeah, because it starts with pointing out someone's flaw, pointing out something's wrong, pointing out an offense, um, and it just goes south from there. And so, you know, the, the when we criticize and we're so, you know, the Bible says, deal with the log in your eye before the speck in others. Like, we just don't do that. If we did that. We would not be criticizing and be like, I got my own business over here to take care of. Right. Like, I can't even get to this, the, the speck in your eye because this log in my eye, and we're just a culture of looking at the specks and ignoring the logs. And mm-hmm. that has got to shift because here's the thing we can, as a culture, we can, as women, we can justify that. None of that's going to cut it before God. Right. Like he's going to say, I told you mm-hmm. deal with the log in your eye. You want to get critical, start with yourself. Mm. And that's not to become demeaning of ourselves and just like I'm worthless, I'm whatever, but it's like, man, I'm really criticizing Melody for A B and C. What what most of us won't admit is we also do that. Yeah. It's okay for us to do it, but not someone to do it to us. And so we've got to become self-aware. Mm. You know, I, like you said of like what you know, what am I what What's going on with me and why am I doing that? So I think criticizing, retelling, investigating, talking too much, mm-hmm. that gets us into the worst kind of drama as women.
1: Yep. So I totally agree. I think, um, going through those and understanding, okay, these are things that, that cause it. These are things that we're all a part of at some point. Now it's good to say, okay, then how can we not be <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how can we then move away from it? Um, And I spent a little bit of time thinking about this just because you can go back in your mind and any woman listening can to a time where you were either a perpetuator of drama or a victim of it. And you can kind of put the pieces together. Here's how this happened. Mm -hmm. So let's start by saying, here's what we can do to not be (laughs) women of drama. Mm -hmm. Um, First, identify and acknowledge your part. So ask yourself the honest question. Do I lean in to gossip? If some, As women, <laughs> if we're being real with ourselves, right.
0: most of us would have to acknowledge that we do get a little pep in our step when we yeah. have a chance to lean to into know. it.
1: <laughs> and even if you, even if your propensity is to listen, what do you do with that afterwards? Like what do you do with it after you've You've heard. I, I heard a woman once say, "I don't know why everybody tells me their stuff." Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> that is a great question. Yeah, yeah. Because you, num, 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 you eat it up. <laughs> you, it's like a day at the buffet. Like you're like you're yeah. con, you're consuming and consuming it. So and that's a place they need to be real. Why, <laughs> right? Why are you a safe place why? for everybody's yeah. crap? I mean, yeah. the truth be told. And then, what is mine to own? If you lean into it, if you listen to it. You know, you need to stop doing that, and we'll talk about that in a second. But then, what is mine to own when it comes to to drama? Am I super quick to air my opinion? Um, if I'm critical, do I do I just launch into that, or do I pray and reserve that? Do I pause? Mm-hmm. Do I ever pause before I react? Mm-hmm. That's a huge. That's a huge thing for me.
0: You know, I had an ongoing drama for about three years with someone who was one of my dearest best friends. And I had all the reasons why, like it wasn't my fault or I just reacted and it was a drama. Like our, we have a lot of mutual friends. They're all affected by it. Mm. You know, people are like feeling like they have to take a side. And it's awkward when you see each other in, at church cause we're all Christian. And, you know, um, it just got to such a bad place. Like mm. we're mortal and I'm like, I am in my forties have an enemy, like what is going on? But I was at a place where I refused to do exactly what you just said. It's like, what is mine to own? Mm. And about uh, six-ish months ago, I just was really like, Lord, like search me. Is there anything in me that I need to deal with? And this relationship was just like my floating ball of crap out there. Mm. Like everything's good, but man, when that thing comes up, it's just like, I hate that thing. Yeah. You know, as mad as I was, as hurt as I was, as whatever as I was, I still hated it. And I really started to think about, okay, the Bible does say, as best is up to you, be at peace with all people. Mm -hmm. That... I had to cultivate that in and be like, what does that mean in this situation? How can I find peace here? Like, we're probably not ever going to be the best of best friends again. Yeah. Um, you know, which is where I stood at that time. And then I'm like, what can I own? Mm-hmm. And I drafted a text in the Starbucks drive through that was like, you know what? You were my best friend for three years. <laughs> One of my best friends. Um, I don't. I don't know how we're, where we are based on who we were. Yeah. Um, but here's what I know. And I didn't say you, so I, you, so, I was like, I could have listened better. I could have been less aggressive. Um, I could have been more long suffering. I could have, and I just listed like what I could own and I sent it. Usually I don't do that kind of thing. I like have Matt read it or I have you read it, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I like, um, I would have said to you that me and this person would never reconcile ever. Wow. Like we were dead to each other for both of us on both ends. And I immediately got a text back saying, I should have written this text and I should have done it years ago. And, and all that to say is we were the biggest of drama. All mm-hmm. of our friends knew we had like this breakup, you know, and it was the deal. And it was interesting that as once I started to own what is mine, they were owning what was theirs. Mm. And we now are on this like beautiful road to reconciliation where we actually laugh about like, hey, since we don't hate each other anymore, like, are we gonna do birthday presents again? Like, and we can laugh about some. If you would have asked me if me and her would have ever reconciled and like ended the drama, I would have said, there's no way. Mm. And you know what, like Mm -hmm. it's never happening. Um, And I'm shocked at what God can do when we cultivate his word, when we take it seriously what, as best as I can be at peace. Yeah. You know, what is mine to own? How do I treat someone else? And so there's such power in that mm-hmm. towards ending drama. And yep. this drama is gone.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, and that's beautiful because that's a picture and a story of when we do it the right way, when we own what's ours, there can be redemption. There and can I can't be reconciliation. Even, I can't even
0: describe, I think the peace in both of our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like such a beautiful picture of that God can take the most broken things, and we're not what we were. I mm-hmm. mean, um, I actually like that mm-hmm. because now I think we're having more real conversations. Yeah,
1: and we're something new. Yeah, and maybe better. Yeah, I don't know. So good. Yeah. Um, another way to avoid being a woman of drama. This one is huge: is eliminating sideways conversations. So, there. You know we talk about the Enneagram a lot. I'm an eight. Eights typically tend to be direct. Um, That's been a win for me during my life. And that's also been a thorn in my flesh. Um, Someone once I made them cry and I couldn't understand like what the problem was. I was just being direct, but being direct, like just like being real, being rude, being direct, being mean, like you kind of have to like balance that out. Um, But one of the best things we can do when we hear about an offense, when we hear about um, kind of a, a breakup or a disconnect between friends or misunderstanding, the best thing we can do is encourage people to go have a direct conversation. Mm-hmm. And what I've even done with people in the past has said, I'll go with you. Like I, you need to, I cannot answer this for you. I don't know mm-hmm. what they were thinking. I don't know their tone of voice. I don't know why this went this way. But I will go with you if, you if you need like moral support, but you need to do this. And, and this is the thing, and you and I have talked about this before, um, and, I, and I'm going to be real and honest because I think we all need to do some self-examination, but everywhere you see strong women, brave women, courageous women, empowered women, we can do hard things. 100% I believe all of that. I know very few women who are good at having direct conversations. Mm-hmm. Like we I, we talk about like we'll conquer and we can do and we yeah, we can. And then you know what else we need to do? We need to be brave of heart. And oh, I like that. And brave go yeah, and go, "Hey, this is awkward for me or this is hard. Mm-hmm. I think that you actually do a great job of this." Um something gets sideways in your mind and you go straight to the person and go, Let's have a clarifying conversation. A
0: lot of people
1: don't like that. <laughs> people <laughs> don't. I found out. People do not like it. Yeah. I, and I will say that sometimes if you go into a direct conversation with a humble spirit. Which I've had to learn how to do. Yes, same, 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 same. Well, I've
0: had to learn how to speak. My motive is my motive is that we're okay. Right. Um, not that I want to criticize you or point out what's wrong. Like I used to just do that, assuming that they got that on the other side of this, which is part of my drama of the story I told you before. Is I just came on so hard, so strong, so critical. Mm-hmm. They felt completely at risk. Yeah. Whereas I had been feeling at risk, so I came on strong. You know. Yeah. Which put us at risk, and I didn't know it. I what I wanted was reconciliation. Yeah. Um, you know the thing about sideways conversations is that they keep it going sideways and Christ. not moving forward. I mean yeah. sideways conversation, man. They get us women in the most trouble. My heart for the women who hear this this podcast today is that the Holy Spirit will convict you so hard. Yep. When you're in a sideways conversation and and that the sting of that conviction will matter to you so much that you will stop it. Because here's the thing. Sometimes conversations go sideways that didn't start that way Mm -hmm. and they get that way. What we need to do is... Uh, as women um, who are trying to cultivate God's word is like, once we recognize it, then we know better. And yep. what do you say? When we know better, we, we do, do better. better. And to say like, you know what? I don't like the direction this conversation's going. They're not here. We don't know their motive. I I know I'm already assuming the worst, which is gonna take me down a road I don't wanna be on. Mm-hmm. So are you, I don't wanna, you know? And um, like, it's just, we have to, mm-hmm. No matter where you are down that sideways road, when you when it gets to you, and that's what I want God to convict all of us on. When you go, this is okay. This has gone sideways. You turn it around. That you will stop immediately, and even that will be awkward. But just say, "Okay, I feel like we're going nowhere good." Mm-hmm. Let me tell you though that you will feel embarrassed to do that, but what you'll actually get, and I know this because I get it now that I'm a little older and wiser in this. And like I said, I don't always get this right. But I also feel this way when women do this to me is it convicts me a little, like I'm embarrassed. Like, oh my gosh, I I, I look gross to them because I'm talking so terrible and they shut it down. But I res- I grow in respect mm-hmm. for that person. Mm-hmm. And if you become a woman who can shut that down, you will not be um, embarrassed the way that you think you will be, you'll actually
1: gain such godly respect. Yes. And, and to clarify, you know, to go back to what strong women, brave women, all that stuff, I think a good way to say it is a confident woman doesn't mean a critical woman. Mm -hmm. Like we can be confident and strong in who God made us to be without being known for being critical, tearing people down, being mean, being enablers or receivers of gossip. Mm -hmm. Um, It it would be a a woman of confidence and bravery to go, hey, this conversation kind of feels gross to me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Or when someone, I've also done this. I've also had people say, hey, I found out about this and then I wasn't sure what to do. So I talked to so-and-so. Well, then she said I should talk. And all of a sudden I can feel the circle has gotten bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And I will literally say, let that be the last conversation you have about this with anyone other than the person who it's about. Uh, Yeah. Like, so you've already done one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. And then here's what I say, have the conversation with with the person and then go back to the other people and say, hey, I want to let you know, I've talked to so-and-so we're working it out, we're working on it, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And that sideways conversation energy starts to die, Oh, which is huge.
0: I mean, and we, we, you and I have both seen that because we're in, we're in the thick of this with women. We're, we're coming alongside of women to do that. Um, but we, we've seen this and, and the truth is I'm, I'm been guilty of this too, is I go to somebody because I, I, and I want to talk about whatever. And if they don't give me what I'm looking for, which is you're right, they're wrong, you're better, they're worse, whatever. If I don't get that, then I'm like, well, I'm going to go over here then. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to do that. And and you and I have seen this. We've seen it on staff. We've seen it in groups. We've yep. seen it in just women in general of like, I'm going to keep going with women until I get, someone I get what I want. Yep. But here's the thing, a wise woman who's cultivating God's word you know the Bible says sometimes we get the truth from our enemy. <laughs> you know, and if if you if you're hearing constantly like, hey, maybe you need to whatever, it's in your best interest to heed that, even if you don't like what you're hearing from somebody. Yeah, um, in that because if if you don't ever hear. Hey, maybe you're doing this. Maybe people are receiving you this way. Hey, maybe you did. I, I had this conversation a couple months with somebody. I said, I love you. You talk too much. You talk too and, much. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> But what was happening is it was repelling people from them. Mm. Is that what you want? Do you want everybody to know you as a gossip? No. And so- you know, we have to curb how much drama we're being because what we do. Like when I went back to saying, I think women feel like being a part of drama, engaging whether we're starting it or we're leaning into it. Is I'm connecting here, I belong here, I'm whatever. But what it does in the long run mm-hmm. is it repels people from you, and then you don't have connection, love, or belonging—the thing that you're you're, very, you're, you're looking for. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I think too to to add on to that. You know, a hard conversation someone had with me, um, someone had with me once was, um, "You're so like you're going, going, going that um, people feel dismissed. Like you're just like, okay, we're moving on to the next thing." And first, I was like, "Well, I'm going to dismiss you." <laughs> <'Cause> I <clearly> <laughs> <didn't>. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um, but I, at first, I was like, "Really? Like, okay." And the more I thought about it, and then why, I, and I, what it did was that that real conversation from someone who loves me, who's for me wants me to succeed, it made me start being aware of myself in situations where I feel that, okay, we got to move on to the next thing, which I can easily get that way with my kids, with my husband, at work, um, with friends. And it made going back to that conversation, it made me go, Melody, be present with people right now. Melody, mm-hmm. lean in and listen. Mm-hmm. So even though when people shut down sideways conversations or people say hard things to us in the moment, we kind of go, that didn't feel good. It's so good for us, mm-hmm. you know. It's like a pill that we don't want to swallow but it's full of nutrients for our bodies. Right. It's good for us. And we don't feel it in the moment but we eventually do and it makes a difference.
0: You know, you and I have both had women come to us who are on the other end of those sideways conversations of uh, a scenario like, so-and-so keeps coming to me. I feel so bad for them, but I don't know how to shut it down. You know, and some of the advice that we've given that I want to encourage women, the language that we used is like, you you need to say with that person, I love you, and I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Um, I want the best for you. But I don't think I'm the person for you to talk to about that anymore. Yes. Or if you don't talk to, you know, I love you, um, but you've talked to me now about this a handful of times, and you still never talked to so and so. You need to talk to them by them, or I'm going to let them know
1: mm-hmm. that, you real, that you
0: need to talk to quick. them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yep. there, you. To, it's an. There is an art to shutting down side sideway conversation on, on the other end. You know, mm-hmm. when people are starting them with you and you're like, I feel bad, like stopping it. This person's clearly so upset, but yet you being inflammatory to them being upset. Sometimes if you just listen to it and you don't say something, um, it seems like you're condoning it yeah.
1: when you it, know it's not good for them. It's the real tricky journey of empathy becoming enabling. So I empathize with you, which is a good thing, but then I enable you to be dysfunctional right, or unhealthy. Right. And so we want to have empathy, but we don't want to enable. Right. We want to encourage them to do the right thing. So whatever that looks like, have a hard conversation, take along s- moral support, quiet our unnecessary opinions about everything and everyone. Um, I've, you know, I've challenged women before to to back off their highly political highly politically motivated post. I've said, this is repelling people from Mm -hmm. you. Um, It's fine that you voted for so-and-so and and you love so-and-so, but not everybody does. And that's not what's going to matter in the end. Um, And I've had people go, hey, like, thanks for for challenging me that way. Because exactly what you said, connection and belonging is the universal desire of every person. But the enemy is really good at tricking us Mm -hmm. into thinking that we'll get it through unhealthy habits. Right. Which is what we're confronting yeah. today. Yeah. Um, I would just say really quickly to wrap up how to not be. Um, this goes back to our vision of cultivate. Understand that a woman marked by kindness is also not marked by constant drama. So let that sink in. If you have if you are a part of constant drama, I think there's gonna be a lot of people who are going to be hard to be convinced that you're also marked by constant kindness mm-hmm. because kindness is known for for sacrifice, for love, for compassion, for forgiveness, for mercy, for grace. Um and I'm I'm convicted as I say that because I may get it right with friends, but man, my kids don't get it right and I'm critical, I'm negative, I'm ripping them a new one. Mm-hmm. Um but it's supposed to be in in every area of our life. And I just wrote this down. Girls that are petty, love drama girls that have purpose love doing things.
0: That's what I was going to say. One of the things um, a while back, uh, I I had the chance to hear Melody uh, address our young adult girls and women. And one of the things that you said that I loved so much is that, that women who have purpose don't have time for drama. Yes. And I, you know, what we want this podcast to do for you is we, we're we not trying to condemn you. We want to encourage you to be real about what this is because it will in the end only hurt you. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that for you. We want better for you. And so, you know, it's okay for you to get real with yourself and get real with God and maybe get real with a safe person of like, I struggle being a part of drama. I, str- I, I know I struggle with drama. Will you pray for me? You know, don't tell everybody that I've had to go to people, um, I hate doing this too, and and what's happened is I hate it enough that now I try to do it less of and say like everything I said was vile, and I (laughs) I am so ashamed, Mm. and that is not who I want to be. Please forgive me for putting a bad taste in your mouth about that person, and ultimately about me. Because how many of you, you know, you hear stuff and you're just like, it's gross, you know. But what we want is you to get real with yourself about. How much you lean into drama, participate for it. But also to ask yourself this very question of, why do I have so much time for this? I know women who have a husband, multiple kids and job and all the time for the drama. And I'm like, how? Yeah. Um, Because you're not doing everything well then. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I would encourage you guys that in this pursuit of being real with yourself about how to not be drama and and what degree you suffer from this illness with the rest of us in to say, what is my purpose? Mm -hmm. And if you can't articulate that to spend some time in prayer and... Ask a friend of like, what do you see good in me? What 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 am what am I about? Because when you're about nothing, you're about everything. Yes, which is aka drama. Yes, and so um, you know, if you're lacking purpose or finding it, or or maybe you're not lacking it, you're just not focused or articulating it. Is my purpose right now? Is I'm raising two little humans to be, you know, contributors to this word, this world, and to to know God and um. Or I have this business, you know, and 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 we feel left out when we're not in the know, is mm. the truth. Mm-hmm. And drama get, keeps us in the know. But I find for me that when I know too much, I, I can't shut my head off and I'm so not at peace. Yeah, And so to come to a place where you truly believe... It's better if I don't know some things, mm-hmm. you know, some things will happen at church. And I asked Matt, like, well, what's going on? He's like, it's just better for you not to know. I don't want to know, mm. you know, yes. and he'll tell me that because it's just, we don't have capacity to know so much because it sours us mm-hmm. and what goes in comes out soured. And so I loved that point that you made about purpose, because mm. if you, you know, if you can articulate your purpose- and you're really focused on
1: that, you really do have a minimal time to be a part of drama. Yes, yeah, 100%. Um, So as we wrap up, I wanted you just to kind of give some people kind of like some takeaways. So we've, we've kind of identified drama. We've talked about different forms of it. We've talked about um how to how to not be like how to move away from it um but th- i thought this was great you have some questions to ask yourself to you cultivate know, a drama free <laughs> life drama free
0: <laughs> which i'm not there but i'm not where I, i'm not where i want to be when it comes to not being drama but i'm definitely not where i was and i feel good about that i feel good about the path i'm on and um When I do find myself getting into drama, I'm quicker to get out of it Hmm. than I used to be, which is a nice thing. Yeah, it's gross. Um, Because I have less broken relationships, less um, floating balls of crap out there, like (laughs) I referred to earlier. Like I hate those. But, um, you know, one of the things that I've started doing as I find myself, you know, I'm a six on the Enneagram. I struggle with anxiety. Whether you're six or not, you may struggle with anxiety. And you might want to take a little test to yourself, a measure of, how much anxiety you're dealing with to proportion how much drama you engage in
1: Hmm. because
0: drama creates anxiety. Um, But on that note, like, and I, you know, when I mostly practice this, when I see things on social media that Mm. either hurt me or offend me, you know, last last year I had some hard things happen and found myself just like in the midst of like this internal drama. And I began to this prayer process of praying that I will stop being a person of, of offense
1: hmm.
0: because man, I, I was just like, that offends me, that offends me, that offends me. And I, I daily pray, God, please help me to not be a person of offense. Yeah, um, that's a great uh, prayer for all of us to pray. <laughs> because it's hard, we are easily offended people. And so in that same pursuit, I've come up with some questions that I try to go through when I see a post on social media that, offends me mm-hmm. or upsets me and sets off my internal drama cuz sometimes the drama is not out there it's inside for me mm-hmm. um and then that spills out into the outside but i ask myself is this about me i call it my 4b's but they just actually have the b sound in it
1: <laughs> it's not her being a b okay? <laughs> <laughs> it helps
0: me to not be a b um 4b's to not be a b but um that's what we should call this podcast is this <laughs> How to not be a bee. (laughs) Um, Is this about me? Mm. So when I see people make decisions for their lives, and if it's contrary or it affects me, um, it might affect me, but that doesn't mean it's about me. They're not doing it because I something other. Um, Is it because of me? So about, 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 that's my bee there. (laughs) Is it because of me? Um, are they making this choice, making this decision, posting this thing, engaging in this, whatever, making this change in their life, whatever, because of me? Mm. Um, most of the time, it's not because about me or because of me. Um, the next one is a little hard. Is it my business? Mm. You know, the Bible says you, um, uh, sorry, I'm going to read that later. I already read that one. You grab a mad dog by the ears when you butt to quarrel. That's none of your own business. It's worth repeating. <laughs> um, that's Proverbs twenty six seventeen. 17. Um, is this my business? Sometimes people make choices for their lives. They make changes. They make decisions. And I, it's not my business. Yeah. It's not about me. It's, it's not, not because of me. <laughs> and it's not. My business. Mm. Um, If you can ask yourself that on any given situation when you're hearing something, is this my business? <laughs> nine point time nine <laughs> times, it's not your business. Yep. Um, and finally, is it my burden? Mm. You know, a lot of times we're like, "Well, I'm helping. I'm whatever." Y- you know, we need to ask God, "Is this my burden?" Before we lean in, is it my burden to bear? Is it my burden to get involved with? I think women go real sideways, real quick when we're taking on burdens that are not our own. Yes. And the thing is, we have enough burdens. We are bur- the burden of having a healthy, happy marriage. Mm-hmm. The the burden of um, the daily burdens, laundry, cooking, cleaning, shopping, homework, projects, whatever. Um, that's whether you're single or married, like single women, you have enough burdens of, of supporting yourself, figuring out your way, taking care of your shopping, your cleaning, your cooking, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, we have so much burdens already. Um we do not need to be taking on burdens that are not our own. So, so those are the things is, is it about me? Is it because of me? Is it my burden or my business? Is it my burden? And then finally, is it kind? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if kindness is a filter that we're using when it comes to drama, Kindness alone can shut down so So much much drama. So much. You know, we've laughed about, you know, people who are like, kindness isn't really a deep spiritual value. I'm telling you, that's just not true. Mm -mm. Kindness is such a virtue. And if we can master it, it if we can cultivate it into be one of the forefront filters of how we engage life, um, the world will be a better place. And, and especially when it comes to drama with women, even if what I'm saying is going to be true, is it kind? Mm-hmm. Even if it's going to vindicate me, even if it's going to whatever, if we go, but is it kind? Mm-hmm. And if the answer isn't yes, and we don't say it, we're honoring God and we're honoring others in that process. And so these are those questions I'm going to say one more time, because I want these to become part of your inner dialogue to everybody listening. Is it about me? Is it because of me? And if it is because of you, then you may need to engage and and apologize or say like I've had, I've there's been drama that's been because of me. And that's when I've told you, like, I just said I've had to text out or call out and be like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I was terrible. I was the worst version of me. That's not who I want to be. Please forgive me. I said these things. I wasn't thinking about the
1: ramifications for you or for me or for us. And I'm sorry, you know. And that's a good practice to do, even if you're misunderstood. Like even if you don't mean to be offensive, if if you don't mean to be, um, but it's stirred up, it's created for you to step in and say, hey, I want you to hear my heart. I want Mm -hmm. you to know um, that wasn't what I meant. However, that came out. I, I apologize. Um, I think that that's huge because people are going to disappoint us. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going to go through life and be not be disappointed all day long. All the that's time. why we
0: have to pray to not be people of offense. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so is it about me? Is it because of me? Is it my business? Is it my burden? And is it kind? The kind is the, there's no B in that, but be you know kind. What? There's literally no B watching <laughs> and being kind. You know what? That's what I we're said gonna do for
1: today. I said
0: it. <laughs> I want to give you guys a couple of verses. I'm just gonna literally like say these really quick to you, um, for you to meditate and cultivate them. But it says, um, the Bible says this, and and I, this is just so good. It's Matthew seven one through five. Don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticize their faults, unless of course you want that same treatment, which none of us want Mm. the critical spirit has a way of boomeranging it's easy to see a smudge on your neighbor's face and be oblivious to the ugly sneer on your own do you have the nerve to say let me wash your face for you when your own face is distorted by contempt is this whole traveling roadshow mentality all over again playing a holier than thou part instead of just living your part Mm. remember is it your business Wipe that ugly smear off your own face and you might be fit to offer a washcloth to your neighbor. I just love that version because it just speaks to... Sounds like an eight rodent. Why <laughs> it's so important for us to cultivate God's word when it comes to drama. So good. To not be drama. And hopefully today, you guys, we've given you some, um, we've motivated you mm-hmm. to not want to be drama and some how-tos for how to not... Be a bee. And again, how to not be a bee. Yes. <laughs> Um, That's the subtitle. Right. Because at the end of the day, you guys, what we want our lives to be is honoring and pleasing to God. And drama is the antithesis of that. And let that be our heart's motivation to not be... That means we might miss out on information. Mm. It means we might not get all the details. We might not be in the know about everything, but we'll be right before God. And there's a peace that comes from that. There's a respect um, that comes from that with other people. Um, Some things you can do is, uh, here's one of the things we didn't say, and I know we're wrapping up, but if you absolutely can't keep your mouth shut and you have all the words to say, pray about it. Mm. Go to God, write it in a journal, deal with it where it's not going to have... Potentially relational and um, eternal consequences with people. Yeah. Or find a godly keyword on godly woman that you can say. Here's all the ugliness. Now help me discern through that. Mm -hmm. Again, not vent, not process, but discern. Like, how do I forgive? Because forgiveness is what God calls us to. How do I let go? How do I not be a person of offense? How do I not criticize? How do I be better? How do you know? Like Mm -hmm. one person. Yep, not ten. So, I hope today has helped you guys. Um, you know, convicted me thinking, yeah, thinking me through it, and and reading these scriptures. There's so I mean, go, Google what the Bible has to say about drama Or and, and all. Literally Google that when you get home tonight and cultivate the scripture into you and your heart and your motivation will change for sure when it comes to drama and wanting to yep. um, just cut that out. So,
1: and I would say grab like your daughters, like we talked about in the beginning, um, listen to this with your, your group. Um, and incorporated into the conversation, it's so vital and it's so key. And it's, it's actually really, um, important into how we're becoming like Christ. Mm -hmm. It's identifying these problem areas of growth, um, not like skirting around them or kind of tucking them under the rug. You know, people, women will often say like, I want to go deep, um, Go deep right here. (laughs) Go deeply investigating in your own heart and life on how you're really doing with this. You want to
0: start a Bible study? (laughs) Right, yes. Study what the Bible has to say about talking too much, foolish behavior, drama,
1: gossip. Um, that's, That's a Bible study we want you in this week. Yeah. Yeah. and so as you study it then you begin to live it out um, so just a quick reminder to share the podcast thanks for listening and tuning in um, we we love hanging out with you guys once a month sometimes more um, and keep in your mind um, always following cultivate on social media our website which is cultivate.SC we have an amazing event coming up at the end of May may 31st it's be so good with Lisa Bevere. Um, and tickets actually today is the last day for the early We're Today rate. being
0: April 1st. We're not joking. Like it no actually doesn't. <laughs> so if you listen to this tomorrow or the end of this week,
1: you'll be like sorry. It. Yeah. Ugh, it's worth a $5 increase, but you want to get in on that now. Um, and we have a young adult event um for all young adults 18, 18 through 30 on June 1st, which is Saturday night. So all of that information is on our website, cultivate.se slash events, and you can get all your questions answered there. Bravo to all of you who have just started your groups and you're meeting and you're connecting. How many groups did we just get started? We had 150
0: something groups. We started and
1: 60 more.
0: So, we are so proud of you guys yeah. in cultivating community this year. So, so proud of the women. Um, engaging this. The women of Sandals Church, the women in other places. We have women in Texas, like Fresno. We have so so many women all over the place doing this. So we, Melody and I, are so proud of you.
1: Yeah. Keep it up and just keep also in mind that you can start a group whenever you're ready, whenever you want. Um, We've got lots of great stuff for you. And again, all that info can be found on our website. So we love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.